these dogs out of here? Who let the dogs in? Who, who let, the let the dogs <laughs> out? We got, we got the dogs in. Not one, not two, but three dogs just sniffing all around there's our a, room. There's a definite canine oh boy, situation. Tripping, oh over, tripping over cables. Oh Even my boy. mom's dog is here to visit. Your mom's dog Hi, has... Oh, she found some chocolates. Gracie has a Oh, that's good. Reason, no, I think those are good for dogs. Reason wrapper. <laughs> all right. Welcome. Chocolate. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Oh, no, you go ahead if you want, Steve. Come one, come all. No, go ahead, Jason. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Let the Music Be Your Master, um, our, our favorite podcast, I think, that we're on. And um, it's been a minute. Let's introduce ourselves, and then I think I have an idea for what we can do in lieu of our kind of a traditional or semi-traditional tell me something good. Uh, I'm Jason Johnson. We've got with us Steve Ricks. Brandon Arnold. And Jordan Harmon. The usual suspects. And it has been a minute. We haven't, we've, we've kind of been circling each other's schedules. We've had friends reach out and uh, we've, we just haven't been able to get in the studio. So I wondered if maybe, uh, because we've all been busy, but I think we've done some studio. Love it. Yeah, (laughs) it is some cool stuff. Uh, In lieu of tell me something good. I think it was uh, Steve kind of had the idea. Let's go around the horn and just tell us. Some of us have been to some cool shows. Some of us have been to to up to whatever else. Maybe taking a great trip. Just tell us what you've been up to. Steve, start us off. What cool thing did you do recently? Well, my wife Laura and I went and saw Beyonce in Seattle. The band, Beyonce? The the band, Beyonce. Lead singer gets a lot of attention, and (laughs) we we were talking about that before we started recording. It was just kind of like, They may have one of those almost famous situations on their hands where there's a real dispute between the band and the the singer. Yeah, she seems to be kind of a prima donna, but... um, (laughs) Post-Madonna. Yeah. Indeed. Uh Madonna gets a gets a, a shout out, right? On this new album. They kind of they kind of do a do a mashup of uh Vogue. Uh or or fold that into one of our new songs. Anyway, that was a very cool concert. I, I don't go to a lot of arena concerts. That's might be my first one in a long time. Um although I guess if you go into indoor stuff, does that count? I don't know. No, I mean that—that's like a legitimate, massive arena. It's an NFL arena known for being big and, and lots of people, and it was packed. I assume, right? Packed oh house. yeah, sold out, sold out. So we were up in the nosebleeds, and and you know we got there. Uh, concert was supposed to start at eight, and we were reading online how okay she's usually starting between eight thirty and nine. I'm sure part of it's just the practicality of getting all those people in and seated and everything and so we were in our seats by like eight but but it was still looked about half full and then just over the next hour it's like it just filled in filled in filled in and yeah it was it was cool show i don't know what what else do you want me to say jason i don't want to take too long any any questions for me or whatever you think whatever you think the people want to hear steve i'm i uh I, I think in general I could say I'm a fan of Beyonce, but I'm not a I'm not like a hardcore devotee. I, I don't I know the the album Lemonade pretty well. I've listened to the newest one a bit in prep for the for the concert, and then other than that, I just kind of know. Okay, the, here's a question the radio for you. Hits. I do. I changed my head. I, I okay. my mind. I do have a question. Okay, uh, Beyonce, mu- more of a musician or more of an entertainer? <sighs> wow. Artist, great, great in the question. Middle? 
I'd call her a musician. I think she's got a great voice. I think like any performer, and especially a singer, it's so physical. It relies so much on your your body and and the you know the the advantages or limitations or whatever of being a human. Uh, no, I mean any instrument does, and any performer does. Duh, but but I mean the 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 voice relying on your vocal cords and that kind of thing, and especially the kind of singing Beyonce does that's very, in a way, athletic, you know, and virtuosic. Um, I you know I I guess I could notice that she's human. <laughs> So it, the shape of the concert was interesting. They 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 front loaded it with like two or three slower songs with just her and piano. That's how the, how it started. She comes up out of the you know rises up out of the mist in the stage, and it's just the piano and her doing songs again that I didn't know because I'm not a, a hardcore fan. She's playing the piano. No, no. So, yeah, someone else playing piano, but she's singing along, and so so she did a two or three songs right off the bat that were much more of like the the really ballad style where she's really singing and using the full range of her voice and melismas and going crazy. Um, and then it kind of settled into the the groove of the rest of the concert, which was the full band and the rhythm section and the more upbeat stuff that includes, you know, singing mixed with kind of rapping and lots of other people contributing, including like the samples with this recent album of different artists that are featured on the different tracks and that kind of thing. So, and uh, it was interesting that it, she still pulled off some licks throughout the night and and chimed in a bit with like, okay, she's saying hi or she's saying this little thing. But it seemed pretty clear to me like that the heavy lifting singing-wise were, were the f- at the very beginning of the concert and then the rest of it was much more collaborative. Got it. Then again, she's still dancing yeah. a lot and doing all the stuff. Well, was, I, I call her a musician, but was, she's very entertaining as well. Great answer. <laughs> what, what was the highlight song for you? Oh, gosh. Well, it was pretty, uh, you know, Love on Top, great hit, great tune, very popular. Everyone knows it, and it has the characteristic ending where it keeps modulating it keeps getting higher 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 so of course that that was a perfect um crowd participation moment so she stops singing the crowd keeps singing and keeps doing the modulations ratcheting it up and actually the (laughs) thousands of people that were there we were not doing bad we were like singing together and actually (laughs) getting those little you know half step up half step up half step up (laughs) doing the modulations pretty good and she would kind of she would kind of join in each each chorus with baby it's you you know and kind of and kind of with each one to kind of keep everyone on track a little bit for we made it about like four times and then things just started breaking apart and she just cracked up and congratulated everyone it was it was a nice moment that's was, that was probably my favorite that's moment that's cool that's a cool group experience it was i felt like we i kind of felt like we became friends in that moment so <laughs> so that's why i headed backstage after the concert security <laughs> stopped me but anyway well when no. she listens to, listen to this i think she'll really appreciate your answer so <laughs> i think so well done all right kicking it over to brandon <laughs> Oh, what a uh, what a summer it's been! Um, let's see, I I beat uh, Super Metroid okay. the first time. <laughs> Was this about music? I can't remember. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, first time? I'd never played it. I never had a, a Super Nintendo. Oh, welcome to welcome to nineteen ninety. Yeah. So 
what four? Nineteen ninety four. Yeah, that's, wow, that's, okay. it was a great game. Did I get that right? Wow. It was, yeah, no. it says it in the beginning credits of, of the video. <laughs> oh, game. Myself sometimes. Yeah, we got you know that subscription on the on the Switch where you can play the yeah. the old it's games. Kind of a good deal. It's it cool. Is. The retro games are great. Yeah, uh, I'm teaching a game design class at the high school this year, so nice. I've been been uh, you know diving into some of the the retro stuff that I didn't. I, I had the original Nintendo, but anything between that and the the Switch, I haven't really played. <clears throat> so that was fun. Music. Uh, Music-wise, I've been to a few shows that were, that were quite fun. Um, most recently, saw Mastodon uh, co-headlining with Gogeta, a metal band from from France. It turns out, and opening for them was Lorna Dune, um, like the Cookie, like the Cookie. <laughs> not not really. Their their real name is Lorna Shore. But I, the whole time I kept wishing they were called Lorna Dune. Mm. They're like a really intense metal band, black or death metal, or you know, with the, the growling and everything. And it would just, and they've got you know the spikiest font on their shirt that you've ever seen. That you could imagine. And yeah. it just, I'm like, what a missed opportunity! You, you were so close. Could have gone with Lorna <laughs> Dune. Been such a nice pairing with Lorna Dune. Yeah, um, and I could have just been there down in those cookies the whole show, just oh, oh, oh love throwing that great. <laughs> great crowd participation. Had you seen Mastodon before? Never seen them before. It was great. Performance, it was great. Sound, I was going to say, sound you not had some so great. critique on the sound, but yeah. it sounds like it may have been more of a, an arena uh, problem than like a mixer board problem. Yeah. It, I, was, I was asking the guys be, before we started recording if they'd ever had this, this issue at an outdoor arena. It didn't sound like it was a mixing problem or even really a speaker problem. I was thinking maybe it was the wind. It, it sounded like there were, there was, phasing issues like like a wah pedal was interesting running through the speaker like i don't know so it was it was a little hard also this was my first time seeing a heavy band where i had to be like far away from the stage Mm. they had general admission that was right in front of the stage but that was like 200 bucks a ticket i can't i can't afford to so maybe so i think i might understand the problem a little bit more so maybe where you were standing outside, like looking through the fence, the audio wasn't mm-hmm. as good mm-hmm. as if you would have bought a ticket and gone yeah. into the show. Next time. <laughs> Next time I'll buy that ticket. Lesson learned. <laughs> Less, <laughs> lesson learned. <laughs> uh, yep. good, but, but Mastodon, oh. um, uh, audio issues aside, didn't disappoint. Did not disappoint. They Also my first show that I've been to that had uh, pyrotechnics. Really? Yeah. I would like to see Mastodon. Mastodon's cool, yeah. super cool. They, uh, they, yeah, they played um, songs from every album. It was, it was a great set, and they were just they were just all over the place on every one of those instruments. Bron Taylor, their drummer, end of the show. He come he comes out on the stage. The other guys have, have left. He just comes out, grabs the mic, and he's just chatting with us for like five minutes or so after talking about how much he enjoys coming to Utah. And he, he reminisced about the first time they ever performed in Utah at, uh, gosh, now I'm forgetting that. It was a, a place I recognized. It was some, some bar. I hadn't, I hadn't been there, but I, I anyway. Liquid Joe's. Hatchafalaya? Hatchafalaya. It was, yeah, they were there on a Wednesday they night. Two Life Crew. That time, two life, the Two Life Crew came. I remember that. Great show. But he's like, yeah, we've been to Utah 30 times now. Oh, wow. 
And he's like, every time we're here, we make sure and stop at Red Iguana. Love their mole. I'm like, yes, they get it. These guys get it. That is the place, by the way, for bands to oh, yeah. My buddy Matt sent me a picture. He ran into the Mr. Bungle guys at Red Iguana just no like way. within the last couple of weeks. I that's was your, so, so, so jealous. Did you, you didn't go see him? Play? No, I was so, I was out of town when they came. Mm. And, um, but he ran into him up at the Iguana. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Insider, insider tip. If you want to run yeah. into bands, go, go eat at the Red Iguana on concert day. That's why it's so crowded all the time. It's all the bands that are like in town. Freaking bands. And all the, all the fanboys trying I to. Just, I just hosted a guest musician this past week, and, and my uh, our grad student guy who picked him up from the airport took him to the Red Iguana. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of handy to the airport. Maybe that's part of it, too, huh? You're just kind of heading into mm-hmm. town. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Great moly. Yeah. Who else? Uh, I saw the Flaming Lips. Part of the Ogden Ogden Twilight, Twilight series. Oh yeah, Ogden. That was fun. Yeah, that was so fun. They're kind of mainstays in the Twilight. There's yeah. They, they they said it was their either third or fourth time playing in the the Ogden yeah. Twilight thing. I've seen. They're it like, let's make it ten ones. more. That's awesome. <laughs> Did that was it a good show? Oh, it was so fun. I don't think they can do a bad show. That I mean, brother brother Wayne Cohen. He. Coin. He's great. Coin. He's, a, he's a great showman. He's, he's a great showman. He whips that crowd into yeah. a frenzy. Yeah. And he, he'll get inside that bubble and do do his, his bubble stuff. <laughs> his they bring, bubble they stuff. bring out the giant robots. His middle chunk. They bring out the, the giant custom-made balloon. For the last song, they bring out a, a custom-made balloon, like the size of the stage, that says... F yeah, Ogden Twilight. <laughs> he throws it out into the audience. I mean, so awesome. What, what other band is that generous? That, I mean, they're not getting paid more to do that. No, yeah. if anything, they're, probably they're getting, getting paid this, less the set amount because the, those tickets like, are so cheap to begin yeah, with. They get paid yeah. some flat fee to show up in, in Ogden. They're like, right. we're going to go all out. We're going to make these have these giant beach balls that we'll throw out, and they pop and confetti. And Steve, oh, same man. question for you, Wayne, musician or entertainer? I can't comment authoritatively on <laughs> on uh wayne coin there's but, other there's other words though there's performer there's artist true right like i would say beyonce performer more than either entertainer yeah. or musician I, I like it well uh, i'll Maybe say artist, this i don't know Singer. if we're if we're comparing beyonce and wayne coin i'm not going to say that wayne uses an auto tuner on their albums but he clearly does more than one take <laughs> <laughs> right when they're do- when they're sure. doing live and he's only got one shot at it, you can, you can tell. The flip you can, side you is, can tell it's it it's nice about the know, personality. It is nice it's to the know personality. That you're not getting a track. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Be- Beyonce, <laughs> her instruments, her voice. Wayne Coyne, maybe not so much, right? Like he plays guitar. He you, no? Does he does he do any instrument, instrument while he sings? Just that big bubble he walks in. Oh. <laughs> uh, he did play for one song. He played on a some kind of horn. Okay. So he is. He's he's he, just he's, he's mainly the singer, but I don't know that he would he's be the front man. His his voice is it's well. I don't know what I'm saying. Then I guess he, he is the singer, but like it's it's maybe different. Like you love him for lots of reasons: the distinctiveness of his voice, the lyrics are cool, the, the, the meaning Young, of the song, the Neil yeah. Young world of, of vocalists. Yeah. All right. I'll yeah. shut up. I'll shut up. I like it. I don't. I don't know. One more. We got time for one more that I saw. This one. Yeah. This band was new uh, to we me. We need to do round two because I forgot some. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is the whole podcast. We're just going to talk about our summer. I went yeah. along. The listeners are going to be like, "Oh, I'm loving hearing about each of your like no I'll, travelogue. I'll pass till I can do okay, it later. Never mind. Jeez. Oh, I just shut you both down. <laughs> name the name. Just, just name like, the name, Brandon. Just quickly. Bandmade. 
from Japan. Is it a thing that we should check out? Should I check them out? It, it was quite fun. Yeah. Band made. I, I had never listened to him. I went along. Do you have a song you can cue up? Just to accompany. Let's, let's break up the talk Leo. with a song. Let's hear it. Um, um, while, okay. while he's pulling that up, Steve, name your other uh, name, the one you didn't mention by name. Perfect timing. I got a mouthful of a cracker. Yep. Um. Off of, <laughs> off of your personal charcuterie board that you brought in? Yeah. So I, we're recording around the lunch lunchtime, and so I brought some snacks, assorted meats. Yep. Go ahead and say the name. <laughs> uh, shout out to Brock Kerwin who invited me to go see uh, Fantagram at Ogden Twilight. Oh, that's right. I they were great. There. And Blonde Redhead opened up for them. Yeah. That was a great show. And Fantagram, they rocked. They were awesome. I lo- and I love Fantagram, but it was great to see him live first time. Yeah, welcome, nice. welcome to a decade All- ago, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm late to the party, but that's not, not that's nothing new. Um, I saw Boy Genius, too. Did any of you guys go oh, to yeah. Boy Genius? No, I, so I wanted to go see that, but I yeah, went, but didn't work out. That, that was great. Good show. But that was a good show. Yeah. Okay. That's All right, enough. what you got, Brandon? Okay. This, uh, this song is called Shambles by Bandmade. And they're they're out of Japan, you said. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> So I don't know how how familiar you are with the Japanese metal bands or uh, or bands that uh, are maid themed, dressed like maids. Yeah. Are you saying that both those both, boxes both are checked are, by yeah, this band? Both these are true for this band. <laughs> okay. They're they're now in their in their thirties, but it's uh, yeah four Japanese women that uh, play play metal music. What what's not to love? Yeah. Band made. Great so I, show. I went, al- show? I went along show? with Leo. I hadn't I hadn't heard of them before, but Leo's a big fan, and it was very entertaining. Where? Oh, okay. Small venue. Yeah, the the depot. Awesome. <laughs> so we were we were right it's there. Great, 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 <laughs> great. What, ad. Was that the baby metal venue, the depot? No, I, no. I get confused. Okay, so yeah, similar to baby metal, but these these ones they play all their own instruments. <laughs> no, but I'm saying the venue where we saw right. Baby Metal. Was that the depot? No. no. Okay, sorry. No. Oh, all right. Thanks for clearing that <laughs> <Close>. up. <though. laughs> Guys. Jordan, what you got? Okay. So for me, live music this summer was Feast or Famine. Speaking of Feast, that was part of what I did this summer is I I didn't feast, but I made I started I made food. I made granola. I made chia pudding. I made bread. <laughs> <laughs> he, he mentioned Metroid, so I thought, what did I do this summer? I'm like, I started making food on Sundays. Uh, but for, for live music, it was like nothing, nothing, nothing. And then there was like a four-week period where I saw like a, a, a new concert each week. And it was it was like, uh, it was a little much, you know, but it was but it was some great music. I saw uh, Father John Misty at the Salt Lake uh, Twilight. I saw Bon Iver at the Ogden Twilight concert. I saw another uh kind of you know greg what's his name gregory allen isakoff kind of folk whatever at the Eccles. I'm, I'm seeing a pattern in these yeah it's all these kind of although boney very uses so much auto-tune his music is so different than it was you know back they in the were day. all contestants in the uh the battle of the gentle bands the from gentle, portlandia yeah yeah 
Right. I think Feather Wisp ended up winning. <laughs> and then I saw the Stone Temple Pilot smashing pumpkins. Right. So close it out. A but, highlight. But in terms of uh, doing an acoustic set. Doing an acoustic. Yeah. And but then I saw some live music in like much more smaller venue with some people you know maybe. Um, Was what, it in your backyard? No, oh. that would have been fun. I saw our friends uh, Christian Aspland and Eric Larson and my cousin Tim Tippett's in Springville last week, and that was fun. Just had a little Springville art days. And then the A-Frame concert series. Do you guys know about that? That's just in the down by Kiwanis Park in the spring. Or so, But there was this uh, concert called Evensong, and I'm mentioning it because I'm going to go tonight. They did one in the spring. They're doing one in the fall, and it's like... This really beautiful eight-person vocal with, I think it's with piano, but eight voices, rich harmonies, kind of spiritual hmm. music, religious music, kind of, uh, I don't know if it's... They've got a pipe organ inside that Renaissance, house, Renaissance, right? yeah. But it was one of the best live music experiences I've ever had in that tiny little house back in probably May. And so I'm going tonight, they're doing the, like the fall Equinox version. So I'm cool. pretty stoked. By the about way, that. I saw you, you posted video of a show you saw. That Jump, is my uh, yeah, my cousin's Jump Monk. My cousin's that was daughter. the other one I meant to say. That was the A Frame thing too. So your cousin's daughter's the the singer. Lead singer, yeah, yeah. That's a cool band. Yeah, they cool were they were band. really good. Hope something good happens. Very to them. good. Jump Monk. I think they've got their stuff on all the all the streaming yeah. platforms. So. And I'll probably be making some uh, they should, chia you know, pudding I'll tomorrow. You, young, Hand, young Handley, guitarist, young Handley. neighborhood. Oh. I'll tell you who Oak they Hills should open for. Here's person. the perfect pairing. Let's they should open it. for Hiatus Coyote. It would be a, like a, a really nice one, Jump two. Monk, Hiatus Coyote. Yeah. I don't know Hiatus Coyote. Of course you do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you do. Don't you? I don't. Really? No. I might know the music, but I, might, I, I don't remember the name. I thought, I thought we had talked about it before. Well, that's another one. Add it to your list. Okay. Um, all right. One of the one of the spinoffs of Lacuna Badger. I don't know if you've heard of that band. No, I'm just making that up. I, you know, put two different <laughs> words. <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah. Get Hiatus it? Coyote. Coyote, Questlove found them. They came out of Australia. Oh. Anyway, great, uh, great band. Maybe you did show them to yeah, me, and sure. I just and I just forgot the um, name. He didn't find them, but I think okay. he was early I'm, on in America. I'm, when they... I'm, kind of, I'm starting to remember. I need to. I need to. Let's yeah, have a goal. No more music yeah. this episode. Moving on. Okay. Um, me, I didn't really see a lot of shows. I my, this is my busy time for work. I, I traveled a lot for work. I caught minor league baseball games. Saw a lot of movies, and um, but I have been um, moonlighting for about the last year as a uh, as a, a radio DJ. This is real on a, on a local, yes. our, our local record shop has a, an online radio station and um, they they gave me a show a while ago. And I, I think there's a nice connection. That's what I've been doing. I think there's a nice connection to what I want to do today uh, with things. My show has not really, early on, the instruction we were given was they wanted us to kind of create a theme for uh for our each of our shows uh the people that that are, are doing shows and i was a little bit resistant to a theme because i felt like a, th- a single theme is is hard to sustain um so my request was to just kind of let me free flow it that i would come up with a different theme for every show and i would try to basically create like a, a mixtape Oh, so they had wanted you to make a theme for your entire show. They wanted, yeah, they wanted me initially. Sam wanted so it'd me to be like KRCL, like yes. I'm doing reggae yes. every week, yes, this week it. and every week. And me being just 
a little bit obstinate by nature initially, like automatically said no anyway. But then that my justification was it just felt like it would be hard to um, sustain the same theme forever. But uh, and it didn't seem as interesting to me because I'm a little bit of a, a rolling stone. Um, and uh, so I thought maybe I can come up with a different theme because I love making my, my whole life. I've loved making mixtapes, um, given them to girls I've dated, given them to friends. That's like uh, my, my favorite gift to give somebody. And I thought, well, why not just make a mixtape for my for my show my regular show and i'll i'll make each one of those themed and um it's been really fun i've i've had a a really good time doing it and so what i wanted to do today was have each of us make some some mini mixtapes so i'm going to come to back to that assignment in just a minute and we'll have a i I think a, a good time with it before we do that i am just curious what are your so i remember my first connection to the mixtape is um me and my friend Mike Benson, uh, I don't know how he got it. Maybe one of his siblings made it, but he had a mixtape of clips from Dr. Demento shows. You remember the the kind of the, the wacky radio DJ, Dr. Demento? And they were all like parody songs. That was his show. And so <laughs> the very first one, I remember the songs on this mixtape, and then it was cut in with Dr. Demento clips. He was the DJ, this wacky DJ. And the songs were um, Fish Heads. Uh, 99 Dead Baboons, and um, which was a parody of 99 Red Balloons. And then, um, uh, I can't remember. The, oh, um, th- no, no, th- we'll stick with those two. Another um, one rides the bus? Yeah, no, there <laughs> maybe. Was a, I know there was a Weird Al. Uh, there was definitely a Weird Al on there. Anyway, that was like my first exposure so to in to these days, it. were there more artists than Weird Al that were doing parody songs or yeah, yeah, were they yeah. commissioned specifically by Dr. I, I, he he was like this kind of leader of misfits I think peop, misfits were kind of attracted to him that were interested in in art and wacky art and he would find them kind of curate them and he ended up having this it's, I think it was a, a local show that ended up becoming syndicated and then it played here in Utah on syndication in the like like Sunday evening or something. Yes, yeah, Sunday and, night, usually on a heavy metal station, yeah, right? Yeah, it was like K-Bear, I think, early on. Yeah, and then same in Arizona. We would clip it on a vi- on a cassette tape because we're we're all here old enough to actually remember using that as a as a medium and and you would clip it and you would make your mixtape actually from songs that were being played on the radio that was like my first exposure to a mixtape then i got my first dual cassette um recorder where i could record from one tape to another and then i could start making my own mixtapes and the whole world changed (laughs) and so i i um early on i was very dense with them i remember making um i remember making a girl that i liked a mixtape of fish songs thinking if i like fish obviously she would as well it turned out she's like not like this one's in the bag not a great not a great uh attractant for uh for for the 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 person whose fancy i was trying to catch the one that got Um, away but but anyway that was like my i'm so i'm curious do you do the three of you have any particular history or connection to the idea of the of the mixtape is this a thing you've dabbled in before is it a lost Ab- art? Do they still Absolutely. exist? What's yours, Brandon? Oh, uh, yeah, same same thing as you. I don't know that I did it as often for girls. I didn't have as much opportunity to do it 
make ones for for girls later on like i'm sure kara got a few of them um don't remember if i did any previous to that but for sure uh for myself and for friends um and then yeah once once you could burn cds that was a game changer too and most recently i've made them most often for my mom like for uh mother's day or birthday gifts she's yeah. like make, make me some uh cds of, of songs that you like i've been the benefit of some mixed cds of brand brandon and kara used to and i don't know if it was just you or you'd collaborate but you'd make the val- the annual valentine's oh yeah we did cd that for mix and give it to your friends and that was great like i so is it typically you know, themed was it like a it was well it was a, a valentine's theme? it was valentine's love, love theme big, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah yeah i remember we we listened to one of those from you brandon and kara uh for years it was one of our favorite mixes it had arcade fire fires uh crown of love it probably had some sandra lurche probably had some flaming lips i don't know mm-hmm. there's a lot of good stuff on there and um for are we should I pick it up from here? I, for for me, when I think of mixtapes, the first thing that comes to mind is mowing the lawn here on Oak Lane in 1990-ish when we first moved here and listening to a mixtape that I borrowed from my sister because it had joy, pump it up, pump it up, and pain. <laughs> here we go, here we go. Sunshine by MC Rob Bates. And it had, uh, it had that and it had Young MC, like, you know, had these hip-hop songs. And I, you know, my family was not a hip-hop f- family at, at the time. Now we are. Not like they are now. <laughs> yeah. Got it. But, but uh, this was my sister's statement. So I had these these couple of songs. And then it had, like, Tracy Chapman and it had, like, a Roy Orbison. I, like, like Squeeze. It, had, it was very different. That's oh, a broad uh, mixtape. Yeah. Broad mixtape. But it was very... Like, it was all cool stuff. This is my older sister, Susanna, and she was, yeah, and I'd listen to her on a little Sony Walkman. And over the years, I'd make my own, and, and um, then it, went, it became mixed CDs. But when Joanna and I got married, um, we, the car that we had, it was, she had a Saturn car, and it didn't have a CD, it had a tape player. And she had mixtapes from her sister. So then, uh, and I think her sister... Her older sister was the same age as my older sister. So then I, st- as we were first married, I'm listening to this mixtape that Joanna had gotten years before, and I'm in being introduced to new artists through that. Like, Su- uh, what is it? Su- Susie and the Banshees? What did I call her before? Sushi and the Banshees? <laughs> right? Sushi? <laughs> whatever Suxy, her name is. Sucksy sucks. sucks like whatever. Yeah. You said it the way Steve Brule says sushi. Right. Su- <laughs> but anyway, a bunch of stuff on that tape, but it was years later, but it was just because the car we had didn't have a CD player, and so we're listening to this mixtape, and it was like a whole new discovery of new random songs, Sebado and different, like, you know, artists that I hadn't known. So it was, that was fun. Love it. I think it's absolutely a lost art. I, I'm worried that it is. And that, that is because now, of what has now you can me. make playlists and, you know, on Spotify or, or whatever and share them. And that's easy to do, but there's no, there's no uh, restriction. Yeah. And like the physical you artifact, you can't was limit important. it to, to the, you know, 70 minutes or whatever. Uh, I, I've, he's got, and you can't just give it to somebody. Yeah. yeah. He's got lots there. of, of name drops here and he's actually joined us but i still have in a shoebox a mixtape that mr brian watts gave me when i was probably in ninth grade um 
and it it started off with nothing but Neil Young songs, and then it eventually morphed over to like some Dinosaur Junior and Sonic Youth, and uh, just I mean, just like this incredible artifact that once it's in your possession, you're like, well, this might be a one of one. This is incredible. Mm-hmm. We Steve? could go we could go really philosophical here about the like the pe- the fact that it's going to be something that is is going to die, like it's limited, like it's not going to last, and you yeah. and it's li- like you can't. It's harder to share it. Like, there's something about that that makes it more valuable. It's like the cherry blossoms in spring. Right. Jeez. Ooh. They only last a week. Yeah. yeah. So, Steve, you a mixtape guy? Oh, absolutely. That was my medium of choice. Cassettes were my medium of choice growing up. Um, I'll just chime in quickly. Uh, the, you know, yeah, it was, it was. As, at a very young age, getting one of those rectangular tape machines, you know, that they would use in schools and churches and everything to with film strips or whatever, <laughs> you know, but uh, getting one of those and sitting it next to my clock radio and taping tracks off the radio, that was like my first step. Then, like you're saying, getting the boom box that had the built-in cassettes that you could record direct from the radio, better quality, <laughs> and, um, and then tape to tape or tape off albums. So I was kind of the cheap friend that when my friends would buy vinyl, I'd be like, okay, I'll be there with the TDK 90 <laughs> in, in 30 minutes. Get ready, you know? So I had so many... Cass- Always for evaluation purposes yes, in case you uh, want to purchase later. <laughs> yeah. Edu- only for educational purposes. Yes. That's right. Um, and what I was... Uh, so... so Mixtapes, absolutely. I had a, you know, shout out to my good friend Jason Melville and his older sister Mitzi. Like, they, I just remember as a cool friend and his his older sister was like in, in the cool older friends group, they made me a mixtape. And, and it had like, you know, Oingo Boingo, Nina Lovich, uh, uh, this uh, live Gary Newman track down in the park from Erg, A Musical War, all these cool 80s artifacts, weird things, some that I knew about, some that I was just kind of getting into and and it's it was it's like you know in that era you know like giving someone a mixtape or a mix CD or whatever it's like a you know a, a act of friendship or whatever that that means a lot it took time to to make and put together I think maybe that's part of what's lost you can still share playlists right which is kind of cool it's a way to share it but it's maybe too easy you know <laughs> it's too easy just to be on spotify and click the dot 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 or whatever and add to the list and then boom you know but when when it took you know when you had to actually spend the literal clock time of the songs recording the songs yeah. Well, yeah. and find up the find the order and all well, so sorry. The, the tape is even is more substantial than the cd it, it, right. I, your comments I so. made me wonder if maybe even the limited space on a tape yeah is part of what yeah. made it cool because like now you can't there's fit no everything. limit no you can't a, fit everything I mean, on the playlist we talked like, last ah. time about um fortet or or uh or um quest love they like they have these perpetual playlists they keep adding to that are you know like 500 hours long and with a tape you had limited space you had 60 minutes you had 90 minutes and yeah. you you could only fit a certain amount of songs, a finite number of songs on it. So that playlist was fairly carefully curated just by virtue of a limitation of time that you had for that. Let me... Oh, sorry. Did I just burp on, on the air? I'm sorry about that. Uh, apologies to our listeners. Apologies that I've been eating on, on the air. Apologies for... If I've this offended... This is the uh, Steve Rick's apology tour. Uh, if... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, Fox News is going to eat this up. If, uh, <laughs> <laughs> please do not take anything I've said out of context. If I've offended anyone in any way, Steve I'm sorry. Ricks has been canceled. <laughs> if they're going to cancel Dr. Ricks, then who's next? <laughs> He's so woke. Like This is proof that the, the left is just yeah, cannibalizing itself. Belches on air. <laughs> Um, what you got, Steve? I, I, I know we're we're trying to prolong the talking as much as possible <laughs> to avoid getting to the music. So let me help with that. Uh, the what I want to say is a footnote to the mixtape is the ninety minute cassette. Uh, most albums are like around forty minutes, so you end up with some extra time at the end of one each side of your 90 minute cassette. So not only was I typically mooching a whole album off my friends, but it's like, look, let's maximize this. We got room for a couple more tracks. And that was kind of like a mini mixtape. So usually I, I, I would fill up that whole space and it would be, well, let's get a couple other songs on there, but probably just from other artists or different songs from that same artist that weren't on that album. And it'll probably be just the first half of that song. Well, and you're like, well, oh, crap. Oh, well. There right. were... So, yeah, right. It's... it's <laughs> it, flip the tape over and get the you, second half. Right. You can't... You, you kind of just have to go with what you got. So sometimes I'd live with, you know, yeah, half half a song. But you'd have about five, you know, four or five minutes at the end of that TDK90, you know, to add a song or two. But anyway, that was always kind of a fun thing, and I had weird, I had weird combinations. You know, you'd have an you know an album by one artist, but then the two songs at the end, like somebody completely different, just because. Well, that was the album that was laying there, or whatever. Anyway, perfect. So weird combinations is a perfect transition to what what we want to do. Here's the exercise, the challenge I gave to the uh, to the fellas here. Um, I while they were all going to cool concerts, I was sitting on airplanes. Um, Playing the playing Wordle, and then there's this newer uh, version of Wordle called Connections um, that the New York Times put out. It's a grid of four words, a four by four grid, and there's four groups of four each, where you have to figure out the connection between each of the words. Um, so you there would be four words that are somehow connected. You're not sure how you that that's the 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 gamification of it. So I thought maybe we can we can gamify our our love of mixtapes a little bit, uh, similar to to my my recent obsession with connections. And I gave us all the challenge to create a three song playlist where the three songs are connected in some way. And I think we'll go, what I want to do is go around the horn style, and we'll go round one, each of us will play our song, uh, round two, each of us will play our song. We're not going to say what the connection is, we'll, we'll get the opportunity to guess. If we guess it, that's fantastic. If not, we'll find out at the end. Um, and each of us are going to present a three-song themed connected playlist of our of our choosing it's our gift to each other and to the listeners uh for being back in the studio together everybody clear on on the rules yeah here's my question though yeah I'm, I'm not throwing a curve bomb no, just throwing throw, a question throw the curve what about doing each of our three in a row because because that's the playlist right like you want to hear them in a row because you picked them that way potentially but I like the idea of having a little bit of suspense on all four of ours okay. as we slowly build and connect it okay, I'm going to pick my battles, and I'm going to I'm going to defer. <laughs> you are the chairman of this board. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm excited to see what the battle, the real battle, is going to be. Like, what, what's, he, what's he waiting for? <laughs> no, this is good. I, I'm I'm I'm. 
You're going to be all right? I'm going to chill. Yeah. <laughs> we can play all three of yours <laughs> no, no, at no, once no, no. if you want. No, we're, I'm good. How about this? We do all three of yours in a row, and then the, the three of us and will go, you in three a, go in an order like I want to be a team player. I'm going to be a team then player. Then we'll excuse Jordan. <laughs> I'm going to be a team player. All right. uh, also, I, I've got the, uh, the prize here for anybody that can guess who's, the, who's someone guess else's the theme. theme here. Uh, brought to us by our sponsor, Licorice. Uh, I got some soft and chewy hot cinnamon licorice. I think there are three pieces left in here, maybe four. So if you if you guess it right, you get to choose one of these out of the bag. Okay. I'm, wow. I'm excited. Woo. I'm I'm happy to go first. Or if anybody else wants to wants to jump into it, do it. All right. Okay. The first song I'm going to have you start with. Um, I'm going to go with. A song by a, a cat named Keith Mansfield. It might be listed under Keith Mansfield in the KPM Orchestra. And the song is Morning Broadway. Morning Broadway by Keith Mansfield. Oh, duh. Okay. Songs with vibraphones in it. We'll see. Oh. Uh, we're not supposed to say anything, right? We're not supposed to guess right now. We can, we can guess. I mean, I would prefer at least till the song was over, but you can guess right. during the song if you'd like as well. <laughs> Tarantino soundtracks. I almost did that, but that's that. That is not this. I'm gonna wait until I hear all three of Jason's, but I do know something about this song. Oh, it's got that weird little flute. <laughs> I'm loving this track, man. All right, I didn't really want it to end, but uh, go ahead and kill it. A great track. Okay. Uh, if anybody wants to cast a guess, feel free. Great vibe. Well, Good vibes. So we're supposed to guess what all three of yours are about, but yeah. just based on if, just one. No, you can Shouldn't guess now wait? if you'd like, or you can wait. You, you, this is uh, logically, there's not much to guess from. No, I, I, at this I know point. what it is. You know what it is? He thinks he knows what well, it is, but I, 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 I okay. He's doing a tricky thing. He's doing a tricky thing. <laughs> he's trying to throw me off, but I, I know that this song is sampled in a song by. MF Doom. So is that your guess? No, because <clears throat> it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you want to do it this way, right? You know, I'm just like play us all three of your songs and then let us guess. <laughs> all right, I, we're gonna build suspense. Uh, which way do I want to go? Do Steve? Are you ready or is Jordan ready? Or, Steve wants to go counter. Or is Brandon ready? I'll go. I'll go. Okay. All right. So I, uh, you know, I've got this uh, playlist called Connections that I made this this last week on my uh, my phone, and I could go like seven different ways. I've got a bunch of songs that connect in different ways, and I'm just gonna go with uh, with what I want to do. And so we're gonna go with um, this is a this is one of the people I I saw this year um, live. It's Father John Misty. The song is called Total Entertainment Forever. Taylor Swift Every night inside the Oculus Rift After Mr. and the Mrs. Finished dinner and the dishes 
Take us to the last 30 seconds of the song, if you don't mind. When the historians find us, we'll be in our homes, plugged into our hubs, skin and bones, a frozen smile on every face as the stories we play. This must have been a wonderful place. It's pretty good. Mm. I have a guess. Um, I'm not going to, I'm just, the way I'm going to do it, I'm not going to answer your guess. So you can guess, <laughs> but I'm not going to say anything because you uh, haven't note, heard the other I, I do always forget, every time I hear Father John Misty, it reminds me, I do really like him. I just, I never, I never spend enough time listening to him. Um, but here's my guess is it, I, my guess is songs where the lyrics sound like they're saying the word Taylor Swift somewhere in. <laughs> <laughs> if, if your we'll next song, see. if your we'll next song see. is by Robin Pecknold, then I know what the, uh, the theme is. Okay. We'll have to see what it is. We'll have to <laughs> find out. All right, I'm up. Okay, uh, let's let's kick things off with uh, Max Richter on the nature of daylight. Uh, it's songs by people this? who sounds like they're Steve Ricks's son. <laughs>
pretty good. All right. That's a good brand and choice. Can I ask a few questions? Yeah. First of all, um, tell me a little bit about the, the artist. Um, maybe Steve can tell us more about the the artist but or the composer. Max Richter's the composer. Uh, I I know it well. So Max Richter composition performed by somebody else. Yes. That is correct. Yes. I know he has. He I know he has an f- album that's like really inspired by Vivaldi's Four Seasons, where he kind of chops that apart and lengthens out some of the progressions and stuff. And I don't know. See, his name sounds German. Is he German or is he British? I'm trying to think. He might be even be. A British guy with a German name. I don't know him. I, I mean, I know who he is. I've heard some of his stuff. What's the name of his so- the song again? On the Nature of Daylight. Okay. And then how does this connect to the songs you haven't told us yet? Uh, <laughs> one thought I have is... He really wants that licorice. I think this is uh, from a film. I think this is used in a film. It is. Is it the, Wait, oh. is it the Ewan mm. McGregor one? No, I don't know. Okay. So I don't know if that has something to do with the... I will verify it is used in a film. Yeah. All right, this is great. And I think he's he does... Phantom Menace? Quite a, st- no. quite a few things. <laughs> yeah. This is like when, yeah, when Anakin is like... <laughs> I mean, it could work in, in a... Obi-Wan and Keegan or... Yeah. This is when Obi-Wan or Anakin is going in the pod racer as a little six-year-old I remember kid. that. I, okay. I'm going to reserve my guess, but I know what it is now. <laughs> nice. All right, Steve. Steven Leon. Okay. Artist, Pete Townsend. Track, Slid Skirts. Uh-oh. Came in really confident. <laughs> I had to make a choice. <laughs> Choices were made. <laughs> I was just 34 years old, and I was still wandering in a haze. I was wondering why everyone I met seemed. Like they were lost in a maze I don't know why I thought I should have Some kind of divine ride to the blues It's sympathy, not tears people need When they're the front page sad news The incense burned away And the stench began to rise Lovers now estranged Avoided catching each other's eyes Girls who lost their children Cursed the men who built the coil And men not fit for marriage Took their refuge in the oil No one respects the flame Quite like the fool is badly burned From all this you'd imagine That there must be something learned I know it. <laughs> it's songs that Rick Springfield could have sung. <laughs> no comment. No songs comment. that make you think they broke up the band for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> they thought they could make it solo? This is great. This is great. This is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> it just keeps getting epicer and epicer. No. Songs that... I think it's going to be songs about... The guitarist about... thought he could sing. <laughs> See, I, oh, I think it... No love for Pete Townsend here. Oh, That's why Jason wow. loves it. Like, as soon as like the trash wow. talk comes out... Oh, yeah, his, his eyes light up. His eyes yeah, light up. My yeah. lovely, he's <laughs> like his love language. Alive again. Antagonism. Wow. Okay. I'm right, thinking it's right. gonna be songs about clothing. Okay. <laughs> That's what I think. Wow, I have until my next pick to decide, decide on a pivot. <laughs> decide on a pivot. Call right. an audible. Quick. See, that's why I didn't yeah. want to. Say, that's why I don't think we should say it yet. No, this yeah. is perfect. This is a great, a great first round. It's only anticlimactic if you guess it and the person admits to what you uh, guessed but, right. Now I'm like, what other songs that talk about clothes that I that I like? Let's see. Warm leatherette. Oh, whoa! <laughs> dang it! There we go. Although I don't know if that's clothes. <laughs> I think that's like it can be upholstery and I don't it know. certainly but can it be. Isn't it leather at a glove? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Those okay. 80s okay. driving gloves. OJ. Yeah. Okay. I I need to do more research. Yeah. I know I'm the originator of that song in this podcast, but I I need to dig I think into they the, played that song the during OJ's OJ's trial. It was while Johnny Cochran was. I think he actually said the lyrics. If the glove don't fit. What was it? You, <laughs> you must acquit. You can't acquit. You must acquit. I think he said that warm. to the tune of "Warm Leatherette." If I rem- if I remember, <laughs> yeah. the the, the uh, that sounds right. If you can't acquit, that's how I remember. It. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, Re- ready for ready for round two. Let's do it. Let's do it. I I'm ready. Ready or not, I here it comes. Breathe. Um, <laughs> that was. So dumb. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we're okay, we're here okay. for all your best lo- warm leatherette jokes, <laughs> listeners. I think this Thank is you. one of the Thank best. You. This is where <laughs> 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 in. I mean, it's, it's, it's pure P- fan service, right? Please, please write in with your okay. your favorite so. warm leatherette jokes <laughs> and and stories, anecdotes. So maybe what we can do is uh, we'll just say the the thing we picked first just as a little reminder so i picked that first i picked that keith mansfield uh kind of an instrumental ment- mental funky instrumental track uh now for my second pick i'm gonna go with a track by the books oh okay the books and we are going to listen to cold freezing night by the books Cold freezing night. Oh, baby. Kill him. I wish I was a boy. Cold freezing night. Oh, baby. Ah, ow, ah, ow. Come on, clap, clap, clap. All right, that's the Why do you always get away with things? It's not fair, I tell you. It's not fair. I want to blow your brains out with the- Where have these guys been my whole life? Wow. That's, mm-hmm. This is amazing. As long as I want you to, because so I can kill you. <laughs> Such an idiot, idiot, idiot. 
I can kill you with a rifle, a shotgun, anyone want to. Probably by cutting your toes off and working my way up towards your brain. I'm concerned about this young person. <laughs> Boys do tougher than girls, I know that. And I wish I was a boy. <laughs> <Which, which one? laughs> yeah, this is definitely up your alley. Steve, like these guys, I'm glad you're reminding me of yeah. them because wow. it's been a while since I listened. The books, the books are incredible. Um, they have, a, wow. so it sounds like they may be new to a few of you. New they to me. are they're Dang. a trio. They, I don't think they release anything anymore. I think they're officially done. I thought it was but, a duo. Uh, I no? think it's a. Th- I think there's a third. I think there's okay. a sometimes cellist that plays with them. Okay. Um, but they uh, very sample based, and they would do kind of some more uh, wacky stuff like that. But then also they have some pretty like elegant, pretty glamorous stuff that's kind of sampled and pieced together as well. Super super cool. If you haven't checked out the books, definitely check them out. Uh, anyway, so the books are my pick two to partner up with that uh, that Keith Mansfield track that I played. In the first round, oh boy, Jason, mm. told you I've been playing a lot of connections yeah. on airplanes. Mm-hmm. You've got a whole different, like, whole new level thing going on here. Next level connections. I'm none stick none with of my, my hypotheses from your first pick mm-hmm. go along with this one. Perfect. So, yeah, right. It's music. You got me. There's no, no hot cinnamon licorice for me. There's sounds involved, and <laughs> there is sound involved in all three songs that I picked. <laughs> I will. T- I'll give you that. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll go ahead with mine, but I that song was so cool and interesting. I don't know if anything's gonna <laughs> compete. Uh, um, but I'm gonna. It's not a competition, Jordan. This is just getting the songs. Every, is everything is competition. My whole life is just fueled <laughs> by always being the best. <laughs> Who's the Cougs playing right now? Anyway. Um, who the, are they playing? The Jayhawks of Kansas. Kansas. And are they winning? I don't know. Oh, Somebody I'm, look, I'm so, looking at my my oh, music wow. list. I'm Somebody not watching the game. having it on the projector, that but it wasn't on the projector. Dedication, yeah, that's right? <laughs> so for I I picked our last. We listened to Father John Misty's Total Entertainment Forever. Now we're going to listen to a band who is uh, kind of a conglomeration of a couple different musical groups. They're tur- touring right now for the first time in a while. They're called the Postal Service. And this song is Great. We Will Become Silhouettes. Now, before you hit play, I'm going to make one request. We're, we're still going to guess. Okay. If it is guessed right, I don't want the person whose list it is to acknowledge that it has been guessed right. We'll find that oh, out. Right. So you don't get the, the licorice immediately. No, okay. it, it'll. You'll still get the licorice. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to. But uh, we're we gonna, need, okay, we need we're to listen building, to all three. We're, we're podcasters here. We're building. We're building. Uh, we're building tension towards a, a, a great, a, an incredible finale. That's right. That's all right. right. Go ahead. We okay. will become silhouettes. Here it is.
I got it. I got it. Yeah. Okay. What's yours? I won't confirm or deny. Uh, was Father John Misty also singing about uh, nuclear war? If so, then they're both about nuclear war. Well, I don't know. We'll have to see about that. He will not confirm or deny that. My guess is you picked bands I used to like but haven't listened to in a while. <laughs> and Postal Service is great. <clears throat> they are. I think Postal Service is one of the best examples of a band that has like a derivative version of theirs. When you listen to it, you're like, oh, these are so similar, but one is so awful and one is, is so the great. derivative version Death Cab for Cutie? No, Owl City. Oh, that's true. Remember when <laughs> Owl <laughs> City came out and that's it was like oh everywhere? Oh, gosh, like, that Firefly song yeah, exactly is just so that. And oh you gosh. were like, oh my gosh, this is a total ripoff of the Postal Service. And then you listen to the Postal Service and for, for me, at least, I had listened to this album so much. It was so good. It was so kind of different when it came out. But then Owl City, it's like, oh my gosh, this is grating on my nerves. But then you listen to Postal Service and you're like, I don't even know if I can enjoy this as much anymore because it's so similar, but it's, it, the other thing is so derivative. Anyway. Mm. And by the way... Great the, album, great song. The formation of and how the, the Postal Service operated is a perfect connection to this idea yeah. of mixtapes. Do you right. want to tell how they got their name? Well, my understanding is Ben Gibbard from Death Cab for Cutie, and then the the guy, I can't remember his name, but he was from the... he was a electro pop kind of musician dental or something d-y-n-t-l i think is that his name anyway uh, they Jim, were f- jimmy tamborello yeah but his band name mm-hmm. dental i don't know how to say it they were uh they wanted to do a project together and they would send each other through the mail wasn't jenny lewis involved in yeah this she did yeah. background vocals but yeah that, that was sending it. each they, other cuts and they and, could never get in the in the studio yeah. together and so they would send the actual files to one another yeah and then record with the the files so they they were literally recording the songs through the postal service which is a a cool idea in and of itself one of the great albums i think of the early 2000s only made one right yeah and they are they're uh, now uh uh, touring right now so okay so uh songs by artists that were originally in bands from the state of washington oh interesting which Father, happens to Father be, John Misty which being from to be Jordan's the Flaming Lips, right? Which happened to be Jordan's Not Flaming Lips, state. Fleet Foxes. Fleet Foxes. Oh, is it Sub Pop? Are both those on Sub Pop? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. We'll see. Hmm. Here's a here's a kind of pejorative take. <laughs> give it. Give artists, the trash talk. Artists with lyrics that are too wordy and clever. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I think that's also uh, called pretentious. Yeah. There you go. Pretentious. Yeah. Pretentious. Uh, Pretentious pop. Yeah. Ooh. I like it. <laughs> right up my alley. It's the only kind I, I like. I like it. The only kind I like. <laughs> that might be it. Okay. I'm up. Oh. So my first track was On the Nature of Daylight, composed by Max Richter. Who knows who's playing it? No clue. Um, but a little background on him. He is a German slash british composer steve nailed it that was yeah. incredible uh this track is from the album the blue notebooks which came out in 2004 um pitchfork described the album as not only one of the finest records of the last six months but one of the most affecting and universal contemporary classical records in recent memory Oof. there you go uh that was my first pick next up we've got me hitting the back button to go back to my playlist and 
Sufjan Stevens performing live The Only Thing. I think it's pronounced Sufjan. Oh, yeah. Remind me the the song title for both of the tracks you picked so far. Ooh. Uh, Max Richter is called On the Nature of Daylight. Okay. This one's called The Only Thing. Okay. Both songs that Brandon Arnold has wept to. That's my that's my guess. These are songs that I have wept to. <laughs> <laughs> no shame. Excellent guess. No apologies, Excellent no shame. Excellent guess, Jordan. Yeah. Um, Both give me goosebumps. I'll tell you that. I got got those yeah. right now. But. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> I don't have a guess. Okay. It, 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 before the song got like really serious, I was going to make a, 
Yeah, I know. I'm, 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 I'm got lots of. You I was going to guess songs that sound like Danny's song by Loggins and Messina, but then I got. Uh, <laughs> but then right. I, it pivoted. And then got you real felt Brandon's good. goosebumps, and you're like, and hey, I, I can't got, do it. I, I can't got do actual it. goosebumps. I know. And it was like, oh my gosh, I have a heart. <laughs> one, of, one of my, you know, more dark thoughts was, you know, song <laughs> songs that. You could have the 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 adjectives namby pamby ascribed to them, but just uh, it, it, that was a fleeting moment. I didn't really latch onto that. <laughs> no, look quick. I felt I got. I, I wanted got to let it That's go. That's a great track. It's a great track. I I, I love I, the the album version. This is a different version. This yeah, is what this is, is this? It's the, the live version. The live. So he released mm. a like a, li- a concert version of mm-hmm. this album, um, which I really. This is one of the. Tours, I really regret not seeing yeah. him tour this. My my sister and brother, uh, Rachel and Joe, he saw came this. To Utah on this one. She went to New Mexico and saw him. And my brother, they saw this album performed, and I regret not doing the same. Yeah, I on this I chose the the live version. I also really loved the album version, but I went with the live one on this just because that uh, that second half of when it, when it comes in, it's a little bit more impactful in the. In the live one. Yeah. So you do you know his his he's got some recent health struggles. Do you know about that? No. He's so he's got so I was wondering is it are these artists who are suffering currently with what is it called Guillaume Barn syndrome? I can't remember what it's called. The, there's some weird syndrome that he's like can't he's like paralyzed or something and having to rehab. Oh. The use wow. of his legs. No, legs. It just like was kind of announced wow. this week. So I thought maybe, maybe that's it. I didn't want to say it in a joking way because it's kind of a serious thing. But hmm. I take back everything I've said Nambi about Pambi. everything. Yeah. <laughs> but the apology tour continues. The Steve <laughs> apology tour. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, I'll Tucker Carlson. Who's going to lay into you, Steve? Steve, lesson number one: <laughs> never apologize. Only double down. <laughs> Okay, Ladies and gentlemen, what's your pick? Something from Keith Moon, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Moon solo album. Uh, let's go to the uh, soundtrack to the movie about List that Roger Daltrey uh, <laughs> starred in. No. Ringo, Ringo Starr solo stuff. Let's go, Ringo. Um, uh, let's go to uh, Nico Case. The needle touched down, and remind the people what your number, your first round pick was. Yeah, I mean, t- take everything I've said today with a grain of salt. My first pick was Pete Townsend, Slit Skirts. So. Slit Skirts, <laughs> songs about clothing. Uh, the needle has landed. <laughs> the needle's landed. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Here I am, traffic slow.
I mean, I could listen for a long time, but <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't hear anything about clothing in that one, so. <laughs> um, is, it, is this before she was in the new pornographers or after? Hmm. So yeah, it's I can't, still, it's still can't could comment. be people can't that uh, went solo after. After a. Oh, that's something. a good thought. Uh, solo artist with, with this one. With this one, I don't think uh, she shouldn't have done that. As opposed to. <laughs> as opposed to the first Pete Townsend, pick. Pete Townsend. <laughs> Pete Townsend. No love for Pete Townsend. Wow. Wow. So solo. That's a good guess, Brandon. Mm. Solo artists that were in a band, um, like a, a semi major band prior to going solo. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Anybody need to check no. on Jordan? Is he okay? <laughs> I think we're I think we're taking a word from our sponsor. Uh today's sponsor is Candy. <laughs> we got a whole bowl for of it here. Yep. So you guys guess Steve's it was songs that are in four four? Mm-hmm. <laughs> his favorite time his favorite time signature? Refuses to operate outside of it. <laughs> I I deal a lot with four four, no question about it. Um, and you get locked but in. But I, I mix it up sometimes. That 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 was a nice track. I had to take a, a small little brief break. But I'm wondering. I'm there, glad you said break. I was worried what I, I word was going to come out of your yeah, mouth. I was, uh, I was excited as well. <laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 where you are we going? Worried. I was I was yeah. anticipating. You were, you were, I, but I, here's I my question. Here's my okay. Where's this? You know what? What album is this from? What year is that from? You might have already mentioned it, but I didn't hear. Echo case. I don't remember the year. I could guess it, the, the album is called "Fox Confessor Brings the Flood." Okay, because I'm going to um, listen listen to that some more because I, I was enjoying I, it quite a bit. I love that album. That, that's okay. that was kind of my first foray into Nico Case, and I just became obsessed with that album. Listened to the whole you know whole thing many many times. Nico Case over and over. is one of the members of the the Canadian group, the New Pornographers. Is that right? This is correct. Yeah, with Brand, Dan Brehar from the Destroyer. Okay, Destroyer. Okay, there we go. Ah, interesting. <coughs> yeah, mm. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that would explain why I like Nico K so much more than <laughs> new pornographers. Okay, that's a side note. Yeah. Um, I'm being really negative today, guys. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just like I, to I like, apologize. That's for my funny because I like Destroyer <laughs> a lot more. I like both Destroyer and Nico Case a lot better than was New Pornographers. Than the sum was of Pete the parts. Yeah, yeah, pornographers. <laughs> I think so. Uh, you guys yeah. don't like New Pornographers. Uh, not not oh, only when Nico Case sings. Yeah, and only, wow. only the parts that she sings. Into, I haven't got into. I mean. The national, I can I can understand not liking, but <laughs> oh boy, new pornographers Jets, Jets they're so good. After you, oh gosh, I know he's like he's. Why do they keep harping on this? <laughs> this, this I'm thing. excited. They just released a new album. I didn't listen to. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh gosh, I gotta check out their new one. I've heard I've heard it's good. Do you know who's High Violet? Do you know still who's great everywhere? Album. Great is album, that, but what's that's my his favorite. name? The the one of the brothers, the Dresner. What are their names? I heard a song. Is that their name? Like the not the Trent, lead singer, Trent Dresner. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember oh their names. Gosh. The, that's in the national. The, yeah, the guitar. There's two. There's brothers. There's a guitarist. Mm. The the one of the main guitarists. He's kind of everywhere. He does mm. so much with so many people. And, and my my, my yeah, younger know. brother was showing me. 
some stuff of his recently that was really good. It was him and I think it was him and Boney Vare had had an album together or something. I'm I'm sorry for bringing this up. We've we've now spent five minutes longer talking about the Nationals than we should have. You've only got yourself to yeah. blame. Brandon. Sorry, guys. It's Brandon's fault. <laughs> All right. Um, well, that was our gift to Jed Wells. <laughs> Brought to you by Jed Wells. Good friend of the show. We yes, love Jed. Yes. And we love the national. Um, th- th- this is all in good in good fun. We only we only talk about things we like here. Uh, all right. Go, oh, so my third. Okay, so I've uh, so we're gonna round out, round uh, finish out. Um, let's not officially announce our, our connection piece until all four of us have gone. Deal? Deal. Okay. All right. I started off with Keith Mansfield doing morning Broadway and then I hit uh, a a nice Line drive shot with round two with the books doing the books. a cold freezing night. Now can you hit it out of the park? I hope. Um, you guys, you'll, you'll probably be irritated when I explain the connection. Anyway, yeah. um, just plan on it. Uh, Boogie down, <laughs> Boogie down Productions is uh, is is the name of the group. This was uh, KRS One's group before he went solo. Uh, he and Scott LaRock had this this group called Boogie Down Productions. Um, I'm going to have you play a track from the album uh, Ghetto Music, The Blueprint of Hip Hop. And the track I'm going to have you play is um, Why Is That? Just a little commentary. This is really unrelated to the connection for the most part, unless you think it is. Maybe I'm throwing you off. This super cool album. This was uh, BDP really doubling down and kind of fighting against the commercialism of rap and really KRS-One. This is kind of him emerging as uh, this educator slash philosopher, and he took a very literal approach to educating um, really anybody that would listen, but I think he was really speaking to young young black America about learning learning the actual history as opposed to this whitewashed version of history that was there this is a so the album itself is a really cool artifact and this track in particular i think is pretty interesting um to dig into and listen so we're going to listen to why is that from um the that ghetto music album by boogie down productions Never made it as a wise man. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, okay, I'm seeing, I'm starting to see some connections. I read an interview. I, I refuse to watch it, but I think there's a, I think there's a documentary about these guys in which they talk about. How hurtful it is when people when when people make fun of them and turn their very name into a pejorative uh, for for bad cheesy sappy music. Brandon doesn't Nickelback look concerned. Gets their, gets their feelings hurt. Yeah, it turns out, and they Nickelback. wipe their tears with bags of money and uh, and and cry all the way to the bank. Oh, I'm sorry, Nickelback. Why is that? By Boogie Down Productions. Boogie Down Productions. Yes, sir. <laughs> Why 
Genesis chapter 11 verse 10 explains the genealogy of Shem. Shem was a black man in Africa. If you repeat this fact, they can't laugh at you. Genesis 14 verse 13. Abraham steps on the scene. Being a descendant of Shem, which is a fact, means Abraham too was black. Abraham born in the city of a black man called Nimrod, grandson of Ham. Ham had four sons. One was named Canaan. Here, let me do some explaining. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob had 12 sons, for real, and these were the children of Israel. According to Genesis chapter 10, Egyptians descended from Ham. 600 years later, my brother read up. Moses was born in Egypt. In this era, black Egyptians weren't right. They enslaved black Israelites. Moses had to be of the black race because he spent 40 years in Pharaoh's place. He passed as the Pharaoh's grandson, so he had to look just like them. Yes, my brothers and sisters, take this here song. Educational. <laughs> Propaganda. All right, you can shut it down. Um, that was uh, that was KRS One uh, rapping from the from the Bible, uh, making his case for uh, Moses being a black man. So I think it's going to be something like I mean, you already kind of said we're going to be annoyed at it. I was thinking it's going to be something that kind of describes what you like about all three. That's similar, like sonically. So my thought it's going to be some sort of thing description of like. Like a like a percolating layered, like rhythmically, like like a beat, but then layering new pieces of the stew that kind of percolate and fit together. Um, but that's a very long way to try to connect things. Percolation, duly noted. Percolation. But did, I, did they all were they all released in 1989? Nineteen eighty. No, I will say at a minimum, I feel like we all learned something today, though. Right? I will say that song. Like there was moments where I was like, I can kind of get the feel of the books. Like the books are way more experimental in a way, but this sounded like there was little moments where there's a little sample that's different, and like I kind of, I kind of got a, I could see those two being similar. And the first song too had that. The flute comes in, like different things coming in as the the thing builds and changes. So I don't know if it's that, but we'll see. <laughs> I mean, that's me bobbing and weaving. Yeah, we'll see. I know. Got, I, I wonder that too. Like songs, I like to tap my foot too, or there something like go. that. Maybe yeah. that. Maybe that'll be it. Yeah. I don't know. Songs in the key of D minor. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, that's that's another way. Yeah. Gonna, <laughs> the saddest of all. Keys. There we go. In order for me to get down, <laughs> I have to get in D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right am i up is this or we're, this is our last round right yeah, yeah. okay so my last piece you guys are going to be really surprised this is a an artist you wouldn't imagine i would pick <laughs> just kidding bonnie prince billy there we go there it is there it is bringing it home bringing it home you know what I'm i like, do feel like we clean up a, we've clean up a couple month hiatus from bonnie prince well, yeah. Yeah. and also we're doing like playlists for each other it's like yeah. of course i'm gonna put this on a mixtape for Love you guys it. um this song it comes from his album called uh i can't remember what it's called it's from a few years ago it's called i have made a place but the song is called this is far from over can you remind us the first two picks as well? The first two picks. The first pick was Total Entertainment Forever by Father John Misty. The second pick was We Will Become Silhouettes by the Postal Service. And then this one is This Is Far From Over, Bonnie Prince Billy. Mm-hmm. 
Though half of life is gone for good And we haven't acted as we should You feel it in your heart of wood That this is far from over Shoreline's gone and maps destroyed Livelihoods dissolved and void Entire languages unheard And still it's far from over Be sure you teach your kids to swim And navigate by stars above The fate of landlocked life is grim When you ignore our will to love When all that's left is sea and sun A lonely voice says all's not done It's your child who will be the one To sing it's far from over A traveler upon the sea sings It's a sailor's life for me I now embrace eternity Cause this is far from over You never know It's almost done, but It's still got a minute and a half Okay Fade it out This is far from over Hmm I don't have any guesses. There they are, the three songs. Um, I kind of stand by my previous negative thing about the lyrics and stuff, but that's, uh, you know. <laughs> um, excuse me, everyone. I just I just need to apologize for that <laughs> comment I just made. I, <laughs> it's all good, Steve. It's all good. Jordan, I apologize to you. I'm sorry. I really keep trying with you know, Bonnie Prince Billy. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying. You know what they say trying. about apologies? <laughs> they, the, the more you give, the less they mean. <laughs> I think you're about 40 today. <laughs> yeah. By this you will know if a man has repented, he will confess his sins and forsake them. Yeah, the forsake part, I kind of have a hard time with sometimes. So anyway, no. You don't. You don't need to enjoy this music. I will keep torturing you with it as long as I'm in the podcast. I guess I'll oh. just keep. Yeah. Next up, songs. I, yeah, songs I, I, to torture I, Steve I think with. That you songs to torture Steve with. I think that breaks from my sub pop um, suggestion. I don't think that album. I don't think Bonnie Prince Billy ever. Recorded under Sub Pop, did he? And, and you guys don't—you don't want me to tell you now. No, we're, we're going to save we're, it. We're going to save it. We're, we're, we'll do it. We'll okay. do a grand reveal all okay. the way around. All right. He's from you're, Washington, you're though, the right? Boss. They're all from Washington. That's it. He's a, it? he's Louisville. He's oh. or as they say, Louisville or whatever they say. I don't know, Kentucky. The other guy, his friend, is he from Washington? Mount Erie? Uh, he's from Washington. Oh, okay. Phil Evram. El- but, Elvram. But Father John Misty isn't from Washington. He's from like Virginia or something. I just so, associate him with Fleet Foxes. Singer-songwriters from the United States. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. I could give you a hint, but I'm not going to. Okay. All right. I'll just say you're getting colder. <laughs> <laughs> Artists who have dated Zoe. That's it. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> ben Gibbard, why? why? Why did you let her go? Why? You <laughs> idiot! <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Didn't you learn anything from all those songs you wrote about how you keep blowing it with girls? <laughs> well, he, he needed it. He needed to write he another album. <laughs> he he oh needed to write another album. He's got to sabotage his relationship so he can that's have more true. material. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's what Taylor Swift does. That's how she's you know she's got to break up with the guy so she can write a song. Okay, oh, you're, just, you're just playing. Yeah, this is the Lower Lights performing. Be still, my soul. have a, a spiritual kind of so you had max thing. max weinberg mm-hmm. <laughs> max weinberg and the uh and the weinberg conan o'brien spirituality seven tito puente max richter max richter mm-hmm. and then sufian sufian stevens mm-hmm. and then the lower lights mm-hmm. feels like songs like to soothe the troubled soul feel feels like the the the, the through line that's my guess. Good guess. The first one's instrumental. They all, to me, feel like they're kind of songs that Brandon would listen to to feed his spirit or soothe his soul or weep to or get goosebumps to. Mm. Songs that Steve would, would want to make fun of but hold back because he doesn't want to keep apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> or... Or not? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, I'm, you, got, you got anything? I'm the worst guy. You got anything meaner than Nancy <laughs> but, uh, but see, everyone came see. at you first, Penny like waste. for your with your, Peter Ta- no. with your Pete Townsend. <laughs> yeah, everyone came That's at right. you. That's <laughs> right. And so then you had to come out you and say, right. "All right, you were paint a- the aggressor as the victim." Right? <laughs> That's, <laughs> right. <laughs> That's had, a good strategy. You had to come out swinging. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. Yeah. It's I'm the victim. I mean, I'm the one that put out that very you had the heartfelt Pete Townsend Pete Townsend song, a, a beautiful song. Everyone made fun of it about slit skirts. 
Well, it's nostalgia. There's a lot of things wrapped in there. It's not just about the slit skirts. But (laughs) if you go, if you look at the lyrics, it goes deeper. And, you know, people are just dismissive. And anyway, I appreciate that, Jordan. Yeah. You know. As someone, as someone who's felt the sting, the sting of my right. of my I comments, I can take it. These guys are a little f- more fragile. You can right. <laughs> what more? What more proof do you need than there for someone I've attacked to, to come out in defense of me? Sure, as a, a proof that really I'm in the right. Sure, and but I just what's I just want to apologize. <laughs> to, oh wait, oh yeah, <laughs> I hate to cut your apology short, but what's yeah, your third pick? I, I'll I'll keep working on that apology for the next one. Um, you guys are going to love this, especially um, especially Jason. He's going to love this. Okay, good. Uh, Morrissey, November spawned a monster. There we go. There we go. Love Morrissey. <laughs> I love all of Morrissey's positions. Love, on, uh, love the music, not the man. Has, no. Wait, has, has Nico Case uh, recently... You know, turned like alt right. <laughs> <laughs> Musicians do a Google, <laughs> do a Google search. Right. Yeah. Wait, there's there's, there's a, good, a there's growing a good list. there's a yeah, growing there's list. A, I know. It's I like know. Uh, unfortunately, anyway. Pete Townsend. I wouldn't be surprised. Or is he? Yeah, it's dead? just the anti vaxxer list. That's the. <laughs> I think I was pretty close with my my previous guest. I'm going to modify it though to say uh, artists that went solo and Steve prefers their solo work. Oh, okay. Right, you like Morrissey better than the Smiths, and you like Townsend better than the Who. So there, there we go. Oh, interesting. So all the, all three of them do have the through line of being a member of a group that was known that had a reputation, and then. Yeah. And then what we heard was part from their just solo career. solo. It could be just solo, solo musicians. Songs Should you I like. Take my from licorice the right now. No, let's wait. We're gonna wait. What, what are we waiting for? When, when are we reviewing? Jason said we gotta wait um, until the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's uh, let's let's have a let's have a, a one by one big reveal. Do you want <laughs> mine? Will be the most annoying. Do you want mine? Me to let's go first go. or last? Let's go in the same order it, it that we've already derails gone. it. Um, same order. <laughs> Uh-oh. But I told you, I've, we, I've Jason had, could go last. We go reverse order. I've had connections. Start with me and I've then had go connections back like just ruin my day so many times where it's like that's such a 
bullcrap connection. Um, so I decided to make a bullcrap connection. Um, all of mine connect in some capacity to um, books or libraries. Uh, in, in the case of Boogie Down Productions, um, okay. uh, KRS One was was reading from a book. Oh, the Bible. In, in this yeah. is the Bible. Um, in the case of the books, their name is the books, and uh, that Keith Mansfield track. Uh, this is where it'll get annoying. That's library music. Library music is oh, one of my geez. favorite. Yep. Oh, I knew what do you mean library music? Uh, library music, stock, oh, oh, stock okay. music, production music. Right, right. It's this this genre of music where, where labels would produce uh, music that could be licensed out for TVs. For right, TVs right, right, right. So library music. Library music's the best. It's like a, a staple yeah. in hip-hop. And, and the MF Doom track from that is pretty great. That's on the uh, Danger Doom Maybe album. we can close out on that one. It's called Space Hose. Um, yeah. Maybe we can. <laughs> he got something nah. on the Hey, irritated Brandon. Uh, that, that was my connection. Okay. All right, you guys want to hear my connection? Yes. Steve does. And Steve's like, I Tell really me about do. These songs I love. Okay. So Brandon was quite close. He he mentioned a uh, nuclear kind of holocaust. Really, it is. Um, it, they're all post-apocalyptic, futuristic in some way. So maybe that's close enough for Brandon to win. I don't know. The first song, I'm gonna say yes. Father yes, John Misty is. is singing about you know this people kind of living in some sort of a kind of voluntary matrix where, and it's very ironic and very cynical as Father John Misty's songs tend to be, kind of nihilistic. The second song by the Postal Service isn't as cynical, but it's We Will Be Silhouettes. It's there's a kind of a nuclear thing and the kind of end of the world thing. The Bonnie Prince Billy song, and the, there's an accompanying video of just a woman on a boat by herself out sailing and having a good old time. And it's more hopeful. It feels to me, philosophically, it takes us from nihilism into absurdism, where there's more of a love and a hope in the at the even though everything's dying and, and the world's been changed, it's like actually the earth isn't dying life on earth isn't dying maybe we're all dead maybe we ruined everything and somehow there's still one of our daughters and descendants whatever out there enjoying life on the seas and living so they're all post-apocalyptic songs about the future and some and they do well, well again well. they do slide from more nihilism into more of a Treat yourself to a absurdism Right, so you get—that's a great list. You go I love from it. you go from Nietzsche to to Camus. You go from you know Father John Misty to Bonnie Prince Billy. That's the other, that's that could have been the other thing is b- b- bands or musicians who have weird names, <laughs> weird pretentious <laughs> names. <laughs> that's what. All right, Father great. John Misty. Great list. Uh, great, great, great connections. Yeah. Great list. Yeah, you you guys pretty much got mine. Okay. As well, it, what I toss me a wallaby. <laughs> there you go. My uh, yeah, my idea was songs that I associate with grief or mm. or mourning. Uh, but yeah, Jordan was was right from the the very beginning. Songs Brandon has wept to. I okay. have I have wept to all three. Of them. All, three. <laughs> all right, there we go. That was a great list, though. Really, really good list. And yeah, it was an. Originally, I was planning something different, but uh, Steve and I just before recording this, we we went to a funeral this morning, so that that kind of thing was was on my mind, yeah. and the the power of of music to uh, to just help help us through that, help us to express some of these these emotions we're dealing with and questions we have, and and what a cool benefit the uh, the therapeutic benefit of creating a playlist. Love it. There we go. Absolutely. 
Well, my attempts to prepare for this episode led (laughs) me in direction. Is this another apology? (laughs) Sounds like it. Uh, Everyone, I need to apologize. Um, My my attempts to prepare for this episode kept leading me towards painfully obvious connections between songs. and, And so... The the answer for mine is exactly what you guys have said that these are all artists that were formerly in a in a band. I as far as I can tell with Nico Case, I think you know she was known more broadly as a member of the New Pornographers before she released her solo album and became known as a solo artist. Even though it seems like that band's a little more loosely like they're all doing solo stuff and band stuff, but I. My impression is that she's known first as a member of that band, but then after. Uh, that's it. I don't really think I can say I like Pete Townsend's solo stuff better than The Who or or Morrissey's solo stuff better than The Smiths. Though I have to say, Morrissey's first two albums, uh, solo albums, I think are, are solid, and I, I like them quite a lot, uh, almost as much as Smith's stuff. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's any musical or other connections there. Probably Nico Case is the outlier. And like like Brana was saying, I mean, she's... Uh, well, I, I definitely prefer her solo work. I haven't listened to a ton of the new pornographers, but the one, my one oh, attempt... Oh, so good. Uh, debatable. Uh, my my one attempt to get into them, I didn't. It didn't take. And I, it, what, <laughs> Your I just one attempt. I, I just right. well, but it was an extended attempt. But I was like, please, your, just let Nico Case sing. Class, Who's dude? the guy that keeps singing? Uh, no, please put Nico Case back on. <laughs> um, so I was like, well, maybe this is telling me just ditch them, go with the Nico Case. Um, but the you know the the Pete Townsend is interesting to me. I could have picked um um let my love open the door or tough boys rough boys whatever that that's from his 1980 album previous album to I didn't this even song no he had Slit a solo career yeah but I don't, there's a lot i don't know well about, he's you know in, in maybe in ways similar to the fact that the who was in the shadow of the beatles i mean mm-hmm. i think pete Townsend's solo career is in the shadow of all the yeah. beatles solo career it's definitely in the shadow of paul mccartney of all things well, yeah, right. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the thing. But but I kind of hear a similar kind of thing in him that you hear in the, all the, a lot of that Paul McCartney stuff, which I think is a kind of searching and a kind of like, you know, I don't know. There's something I, I like about it, even though I feel like it does make me chuckle and it sounds dated in a way and it's not, I don't like it as much as The Who, you know. But I appreciate I appreciate the impulse of a, of a solo, of an artist to continue on out of a necessity of creating, you know, like even, even after their, their heyday or after their band that brought them, the fame is gone. They, they, it doesn't, get rid of the fact that they love music they want to create and they keep they keep at it it you brings know? it full circle because we talked about you know it makes me think when is beyonce gonna go solo <laughs> oh you mean the lead singer of beyonce, <laughs> lead singer of beyonce? when's the lead oh, singer of beyonce gonna who, who happens to be named her beyonce solo career well and how's she gonna distinguish herself even, from the band because she's no, got the hard. same name would it, hard. and would it be <laughs> maybe Knowles? she'll go by Knowles really or something or, well no not Knowles. carter she'll go by carter maybe yeah, yeah. i could see um, that. i think it's a great idea for a playlist though steve i think uh like after mm. after you you told us that 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 is in fact what it was. My brain immediately started spinning, and I started thinking, okay, 
you could do this, you could do this, you could do that'd be a super fun mm-hmm. playlist. Yeah. Great there idea for a playlist. I mean, Great that, idea for a mixtape. I do love that idea of like right. you could go, you could go Cisco. Better go. better idea than my playlist. You would not want to listen to my. No, I want. The, I, want <laughs> wow. I actually want no, all of them. It's beautiful. I want it's beautiful. All of the playlists. Uh, uh, Ninety minutes of that. No, uh, it, it would be great. It would well, be great. It would it be would, good. It would, it would be. be good under the right circumstances. Um, the I do love that question of like, you know, artists that you like better as solo acts after their band split up. I don't know. I don't mm. know if I, I Robert, don't know that. I don't know Robert that they can think Plant. a ton. Mm. <laughs> That guy that was in Hootie and the Blowfish? <laughs> What's his name? Darius Rucker? Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. <laughs> his name wasn't Hootie. <laughs> uh, Hootie and Beyonce can get together. One of the, and, the, one uh, of the guys no. from the Wiggles, I think the blue one, <laughs> his solo stuff is just, oh my goodness. Oh boy. We have, we have officially devolved. The blue guy from the Wiggles. Speaking like of it. which, uh, like Devo, the, you know, Mark Mothersbaugh, his solo stuff is just, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this Film up. Film music is what yeah. it is. Uh, yeah. Thank you, anybody that's still listening. I enjoyed this exercise, and I, I knew I would be absolutely entertained with the, the list that you all brought. You didn't disappoint. And um, any listeners, if you wanna if you wanna make a, a little a little three three song playlist and pop quiz us, send in your playlist to us. We'll see if we can guess what your connections are. We would yes. love to we would love to receive any any listener entries into the um, into the collection of little mini three song playlists. We need, that we, have. we need to get more of this listener feedback stuff. We do. We all really all do. these podcasts that I listen to, they're always reading feedback from listeners. We used to get some, probably because we only do podcasts four <laughs> times a year now. I think, yeah. I think people might be struggling uh, understanding what our schedule is. Yeah. Yeah. And then the first 20 minutes where we talk about our summer. Jordan made chia pudding this summer (laughs) (laughs) while uh, Brandon listened to windy metal music. Then we could uh, share things. Is this a collective apology? Yeah. Where where would I listen to contact us, though? Never look back. Where would they contact us? I can read them your cell phone. Okay. Uh, No, it would be Brandon at letthemusicbeyourmaster.com. Biz. That, that would, that would work. Oh, that works, that's right? why we don't get every time we try and share it. George sabotages it. They're driving in their car and they're like, "Wait, what was it again? Was it Biz or what?" Send your emails to Brandon at letthemusicbeyourmaster.com. That'll work. Done and done. Yeah. Uh, what song are you going to play us out with? What are you going to conclude this? Sir Mix a lot. Oh, we got we got the new pornographers. You guys need to huh. learn to appreciate this. Notice he picked Okay, a, Nico Case singing. Got say, it. Got notice it. Notice he picked a Nico Case led one. Yucky male voice. I hate it. <laughs> I hate harmonies. Get it out of there. <laughs> Just let Nico harmonize with herself. So, it's so called multi tracking. Just let her do it. He's the uh, singer. He's the male what a voice. turd. Male voice. AC Newman. Yeah.